0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We continue going through 2 Timothy. We're in the second chapter where Paul is giving some rather forthright instructions to Timothy and to us, so let me start with the 14th verse. We look at the 14th and 15th verse in the last episode, but it's also a flow of thought. So we need to remember the context, okay? He said this, remind them of these things and solemnly charge them in the presence of God, not to wrangle about words, which is useless and leads to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. So he's talking uh, to Timothy. and he said, hey, remind these folks not to get caught up in the wrangling about words, the stuff that will lead to ruin. Uh, the wrangling of words comes from so many sources. Okay, Some of it sounds so innocent to start with. Some of it's not innocent at all to begin with. And he said, but, you know, tell them to avoid this, not to wrangle about it. And the way that we make sure we're not wrangling about it is what he said in the next verse, is to be diligent, to accurately handle the word of truth, not to take the word of truth and to twist it around in a way that we want to interpret it and to superimpose it upon what we think. He said, don't do that. But then verse 16, the next word is, but, but. So that shows us that it ties back to this, these two verses to this thought of reminding them of being diligent in accurately handling the word of truth, but avoid worldly and empty chatter for it will lead to further ungodliness. Wow. (laughs) You know, you know, a lot of times we hear that verse about being diligent to uh, to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. And that is a, a great proclamation. We can sort of leave it there. But we leave out the but, but avoid worldly and empty chatter, okay? Avoid this kind of stuff. Well, you know, that sort of gets down to the question is why I wonder what worldly and empty chatter is, you know? I think the bottom line with all that is that if it's not edifying the God, okay? If it's not up building things within the kingdom and relationship within the believer's, <clears throat> then be real careful of it, okay? That doesn't mean that you can't talk about other things. No, as a matter of fact, listen to these other translations. This is the ESV, and it says, avoid irreverent babble. Okay, there's a, an idea of irreverence here. The Lexham says, but avoid pointless chatter. King James says, but shun profane and vain babblings. Don't you love that? You know, a lot of times people say, well, that that means that, you know, <clears throat> that I can't— uh Uh, 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 talk about a football game. I can't talk about this or that. No, 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 no. That's not what it's talking about at all. That's not what's what's being said here is that this irreverent babbling, this pointless stuff has an agenda to it. And he tells us what it is. For it will lead to further ungodliness. And then the next verse, he gives an example. And their talk will spread like gangrene. So he says, you know, you don't want to be this way. Handle the word of truth accurately. Avoid all that worldly stuff. Avoid the empty chatter. Avoid the debate over the words and all this kind of stuff. Because this kind of talk will spread like gangrene. Man, is is that not a vivid picture? And then he actually names somebody. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus. These guys apparently had done exactly that. And Paul calls them out by name. And their name is still in the scripture. (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, That's a little bothersome, isn't it? (laughs) So among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, Verse 18, men who have gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place and they upset the faith of some. So you see what happens with this type of talk. You see what happens with this type of babbling, that it, uh, it draws people away into ungodliness. It draws them away from godliness. Quite often it draws them into like a religious spirit. And here he says it upsets the faith of someone. Well, what does it mean by upsetting the faith? Well, it causes them to draw their faith in the question. Okay? It causes them to have confusion within arenas they shouldn't have confusion. The word of God is plain. The word of God is clear. And yet these folks are sitting there saying things which draws questions, Okay, draws questions to the people. And he says, don't do this. Don't allow this to happen in any way. Now, let me share one more verse right here because it's sort of a conclusion to all this. He says, nevertheless, okay? that's interesting. Nevertheless, even in spite of all this, Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who names the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. So when he's talking about all this stuff that we've looked at in the last two or three episodes, he says, here's what the foundation is, here's what the truth is, and there's two things that he quotes. Okay, two quotes that he says. The Lord knows those that are his. You know, we may not always know those that are his. Because Jesus himself said, you're going to have the tear among the wheat. Okay, you will have that. The Lord knows those who are his. And then the second one is this. Everyone who names the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. So we're to rest in this right here and in this firm foundation that the Lord ESV says, but God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. (laughs) And the seal is that the Lord knows those who are his, those that are his will have the Holy spirit. And then here's the thing that we have some responsibility to let everyone who names the name of the Lord abstain or depart from wickedness or from iniquity or from unrighteousness. If you truly are saved, If you name the name of the Lord, if you say that you are saved, okay, if you declare that, then you need to abstain from wickedness. It is not going to be the pattern and practice of your life to manifest wickedness in whatever form that may take. And so think about that. These two foundations right here. The Lord knows who are his, okay? So we present the gospel We speak truth to people's lives. The Lord knows who they are. We, the ones who claim the name of the Lord, are to abstain from wickedness. That is the strongest evidence that we're truly saved, that we're walking in the power of the Spirit, and we're putting ourselves to death on a breath-by-breath basis, and we're seeking holiness rather than seeking the ungodliness of the world and the wickedness of the world. Again, I'm Dale. Think about these things, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.